Hi, I'm Crystal Escobar. This is episode number 104, How to Recognize Your Uniqueness. Welcome to the Wannabe Balanced Podcast, encouraging you to become the best version of yourself as you strive for balance in motherhood and business. Self-made millionaires, Sean and Crystal Escobar, will help you discover your passion and offer valuable insight into how you can make your dreams come true. And now your host, author, blogger, YouTuber, and wannabe balanced mom, Crystal Escobar. So lately, I've been trying to notice my own uniqueness. For many years, I've been paralyzed with the fear that I don't have anything unique to offer this world. And it's caused me to really block the flow of inspiration and creativity. So I've been really diving deeper and trying to identify what makes me unique. And I wanted to share some of my insights as I've been making a conscious effort in this area for myself. And I think it really all comes down to the belief I had that there's nothing left to invent or create. (laughs) I think I, I, I realized that I was believing that there is really nothing left to discover. And I don't think I realized I had this belief until now. And it was It was more of a subconscious belief that I uncovered by asking myself a lot of questions. So did a little self-coaching here. (laughs) You know, so when when I read books, I notice a common theme. You know, they all have similar messages, just different ways of saying it. But the thing is, I still love reading them and I always feel I'm able to gain something new. My understanding of a concept deepens as I read all the different ways people express it. So I was having this conversation with Sean the other day and I was comparing it to chocolate chip cookies. Have you ever Googled chocolate chip cookie recipes? There are hundreds, if not thousands. And I I used to wonder as a little girl, like I was always real curious about how people would be like, oh my gosh, I need your chocolate chip cookie recipe or, or how people claim to have the best recipe for chocolate chip cookies. I just would think, well, chocolate chip cookies are chocolate chip cookies, right? Like <laughs> it's a little butter, some flour, salt, eggs, vanilla, sugar, and chocolate chips. Like how complicated can it be? But what I didn't realize is that one slight adjustment to a recipe can completely change the composition, taste, and even texture of a cookie. So it's quite miraculous and even inspiring if you think about it. It kind of makes you see the endless possibilities we have available to us. So we have, think about it, so we have these universal truths, things that most of us can agree on, right? Like love is the answer, doing good can make you happy, taking care of your body is an important component to having a good quality of life, and the fact that there is a part of us that wants to grow and evolve. Like we can all, most of us can agree on those things, right? And that's what I would classify as universal truths. So when we take universal truths, or ingredients, we can create our own unique recipe by simply adding in a few secret ingredients. These are ingredients that nobody else has access to. Think about it. We add a cup of our personality, 
a pinch of our own life experiences and we combine it all together and bake it for, enter your age, for me it would be 39 years, until the outer edge is slightly golden brown, right? <laughs> That's how I would describe creating our own recipe with universal truths. This is what makes everything we do and say totally unique. We can build upon the things that we learn from other people by simply adding in our own special sauce, which is our personality, our life experiences, our voice, the way we look, like everything about us is our own special ingredients that nobody else has. So it was funny because then Sean brought up a really good comparison. He was using the example of The Rock and Jack Black. If you guys have seen Jumanji, <laughs> then you'll know, like, we just thought it was so, such a great movie. But anyway, you watch these two and, and you just love them both for different reasons, right? But if Jack Black, let's say Jack Black decided to believe that in order to be a successful actor, that he has to land the big superhero roles like The Rock, the big strong guy superhero rose like The Rock. So he, I, I'm guessing that he chooses not to think about that and he chooses to use the ingredients available to him. He discovered an amazing niche. He figured out his talent, his unique talent and what makes him funny, what makes him good as an actor, what people love about him, his personality, the way he talks, the way he acts, the way he jokes, the way he looks, like everything about him is just perfect. And we love him. Well, I, I would say most people love Jack Black. He's, how could you not like him? <laughs> All of us here in the Escobar home, we love him. In Nacho Libre, he's hilarious to us. We've, we're always quoting him from that movie. <laughs> so he, he isn't trying to be any different than he is. He's not wishing that he looked like The Rock. He's just using what he has and he's making it work and he's become extremely successful at what he does and, and we all love him for it. So who's to say that one is better than the other? He's just different. And I just think that it's, it's so fun to use comparisons because it really does drive home specific concepts for me. Like when, when Sean's, Sean's really good at using awesome comparisons that really helps me see things in a new way. And this has been, that was really helpful for me to see that. So in business or in life, Sometimes we just get so focused on doing things the way others are doing it. You know, like we see all these successful people and they're telling you to do A, B, and C. And we're thinking, okay, if I do A, B, and C, I will have created the exact kind of success as that person. But there are so many different components that go into it that we really need to get curious about and to really identify what are all the details that goes into what we're trying to create and why are we trying to create something we have to really get clear on that because oftentimes we could be striving for a goal that ultimately we don't even really want <laughs> and that's something that I've had to really get clear on and notice about myself you know certain people that I admire or I look up to and I'm like oh my gosh I would love to have that kind of success but then I have to ask myself, but do I? I mean, there's so much that comes with that kind of success. Do I really want that? All of it. Do I want it? And a lot of times I've realized that I don't actually want 
that kind of success because there's a whole host of things that comes along with it. (laughs) So just about getting clear on what you really want and why you want it. And are you focusing so much on being somebody else or doing things exactly the way somebody else does it? Because we really need to open ourselves up to the creativity aspect that we all have been given. There's so much that we have to offer, but sometimes we're just not willing to look at our own ingredients, what we have available to us. We're just focusing so much on everybody else's ingredients and our lack of ingredients, thinking that telling ourselves that something has gone terribly wrong here. God surely made a mistake and forgot to give me the essentials because I don't have all those ingredients. But as we take our focus away from how others have succeeded and desperately trying to duplicate it, we literally can't even see the possibilities right under our noses. How are we going to be successful in our own unique way? What does success feel like to to you? What does success look like to you? Speaking of possibilities, in my coaching practice, I've been teaching my clients the how when it comes to seeing our potential and the endless possibilities we have available to us. And next week, we're actually going to be starting our marriage and relationships topic. And Sean and I will be doing this together and we will be opening up about some of our own personal marriage struggles and what we've learned along the way. Um, And we definitely don't have it all figured out, but I believe we have some useful things that we can share with you all as we continue to work on our own relationship. And that is a lifelong process, I believe. (laughs) You're never going to get to a place of perfection where you never argue, you never disagree. But we are becoming more aware of our our thoughts and our beliefs and what causes the arguments and we're we're getting really good at dissecting what went wrong you know when we do end up having a blow up fight we always come back together once we've made up and we sit down and we're like okay what went wrong here where did this turn sour and that has been so helpful for us because we learn a little bit we might end up finding about the same thing again but I believe that we get a little bit better each time (laughs) we are making progress and that's all that really matters. So for the month of December, I'm offering free 45 minute coaching sessions and I've got about five more slots available. So if you're needing a little help in any area, any area of your life, then hit me up. I'd be happy to just give you a little taste of the kind of work that we're doing in WBB coaching. And if you are interested in more coaching and in what I've got and the program that I'm doing, then you can go to wannabebalanced.com and click on the tab that says work with me and all the details will be there. But anyway, I'm keeping this episode short and sweet. I hope you guys have a beautiful Thanksgiving weekend full of love and laughter and good positive vibes. Thank you guys for listening and I'll see you again next week. Thanks for listening to the Wannabe Balanced podcast. Get access to free resources available at wannabebalanced.com. If you love the show, then leave a review or share it with a friend. Until next week.